Welcome back to another episode of the Balance of Sam podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. My name is Sam, if you don't know that already, and I'm going to be giving you mindset shifts to lose weight so you can become the most confident and unstoppable version of yourself in work and life. Seriously, I'm just going to be giving you doses of realness and reminders of how badass you already are. And so I'm really excited that you're spending time here and I appreciate you and love you so much. Now let's dive into the episode. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. On today's episode, I have one of my dearest friends. She is a magical fairy unicorn human, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah Dindorfer. She is a holistic business coach and she is also in the mastermind with me, which I joined back in the beginning of 2020 and honestly is one of the most loving souls I have ever met. Like, you know, when you just look at someone and they're just like radiating, this is Hannah. She is like a mermaid to me, a unicorn. I don't know what she is, but I'm so excited to have her on. Hi, Hannah. Oh my gosh. She like makes me want to cry. I want to be I want like just your podcast introduction to be what I listen to every single morning when I'm like getting prepared for the day. I'm just going to play that back to myself and be like, yes, yes, you are. You are that. <laughs> that was epic as fuck. I'll be your hype woman. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so for everyone that doesn't follow you yet, can you just like share a little bit about yourself, who you are yeah. in life? All right. We'll give you a big picture. Um, look, I fucking love Harry Potter. I love cursing. I love magic and unicorns. Also very into personal development and making intangible shit work for people in a real way. So like taking all of the like concepts and all the fluff and actually putting it down into a manageable bite-sized piece so that people can really use the shit that's going to change their life. I have a background in a lot of mental health stuff. I had an eating disorder. I have suffered from depression. I've had a lot I had a bipolar dad growing up. Like I just have had a lot of events happen that have shaped me into like you describe me as this really loving person. It's a result of contrast, dude. I've had like a lot of darkness in my past to be able to be the light that I am right now. So if like if anyone's listening and they're just in that like darkness in that place, like this is your training. This is your training for being a light being. Like that's yeah. how the shit works. Totally. So, it's like the mental armor. That's like how I talk about it with my clients. Yeah. Like you're building your fucking armor. You're yes. going out to the world and you're gonna be unstoppable because you have all these things mm-hmm. in your piggy mm-hmm. bank of like the bullshit you've had to deal with. 
Totally. And also we're our own worst enemy. Once we've gotten to a place where we're in the darkest place we could possibly be, and that's self-inflicted, nobody can fucking do anything to us. Like we become untouchable. It's like, you can't, can't bring me down. Like I'm the only one that can do that. Like Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, that's just how it works. So. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing. And, you know, maybe we can dig into that in a little bit, but I would love to hear just like how you support your clients and how you've developed the process that you have turning like the conceptual like fluffiness, which is really easy to be like, yeah, mm-hmm. you just have to do the work. It's like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck does, <laughs> the that, does that mean? <laughs> yeah. like, do what work? It's not even like visible, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, talk us through that process, what that looks like. Yeah. Um, okay. So the way I got into this was I originally wanted to be a life coach. So I was working in a corporate job, started reading a bunch of Eckhart Tolle and listening to like woo-woo podcasts. I was doing yoga every day. I lived in California at the time and just got really into this spiritual space. And this was like maybe five years ago. And I discovered like a lot of great concepts, but like it was really hard to figure out how to apply it. I was like reading like Eckhart Tolle and it's like, yeah, if you don't, if you know, just like be present and listen to the voice in your head. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't know what you're talking about. This is so difficult. And tell me how to be present, Eckhart. How do I do this? Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, you know, I was diligent, kept reading, kept looking, kept listening. And I realized that I was looking for someone else's definition for what consciousness was and what personal development was. And I didn't realize that I already had all the tools for it, like in my own beingness and in my own experiences in my past with depression and anxiety and all that stuff. And so over time, I just kept journaling, kept writing, and I would like smoke weed, have these realizations and take psychedelics and have these realizations of like, oh, the way I am is not me. And like my body's not me. And my money's not me. So who am I? And it's like that question like starts the inquiry into just opening the rabbit hole of fuckery. And (laughs) that's the best way I can describe it. Yes. And so, so yeah, once I, I just started to go down the rabbit hole deeper and deeper and, and doing more meditation and stuff. And, and so I was like, finally got to a place where I had the tools I, I like implemented enough in my own life and figured shit out and tried shit and got the tools. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be a life coach. So I like tried to quit my corporate job and do the life coaching thing and no one would buy my shit. I like had no idea how to market it no idea how to sell it to people. Nobody wanted to buy it. And so I realized that I actually did have business skills, but I wasn't applying them to myself. So I started like doing the business work that I was doing for other people, freelance contract work for my own business and marketed myself instead as a business coach. And it just changed everything. So now basically I trick people by saying I'm a business coach. And then when they come and work with me, we fix all the internal stuff so that their business can run better. So yeah. like they're coming to me and they're like, oh, I want to get clients and I want to grow my business. And I'm like, okay, cool. The reason you're not doing that is because you don't think you're worthy. You don't think you can make money. And you have mental blocks around asking for money. You have mental blocks around 
success. And that's really what's stopping you. You know what to do. The stuff to do is very, actually very simple. And like, it's easy to, you know, implement all those things. But really, if I don't work with them first on all the little mental tweaks and misalignments that have happened as a result of them growing up, then we can't, like none of the business stuff works. So, you know, that's, I mean, it's, it's the same as like most fitness coaches out there are just giving like fitness advice and then wondering why their clients binge and gain back weight. When in reality, like, and I know you do this work with people too, you're digging in deeper into like what's causing the binge and why is this happening for people? And what are the underlying beliefs you have about success and worthiness that's causing you to have these habits that are stopping you from being happy? So that's, that's what I'm doing in a different arena. It's the same work. It's so cool. Like, I mean, when I first started too, like as a coach, I couldn't get my clients results. Like, and I thought I was like messed up and I realized like I I could get them results, but then they would fuck them up. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know like what that was. And then obviously Mm -hmm. like, you know, fast forward a few years and realizing like, oh, someone can't lose weight if they don't do the inner work first because they'll gain it back. And mm-hmm. they can't build a business if they don't do the inner work first because they'll fuck it up. Yes. And it's like, you can't do anything successfully if you don't address your beliefs. You can, and then you'll get there and then you'll set a new goal because you're actually still unhappy. Right. And you were thinking that this goal would fulfill you. And then you get there and you're like, well, now what? that didn't work. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, th- then you're on to the next thing and you're, you're always chasing. It's like that, mm-hmm. the destination addiction. Yes, oh my God. totally. And sometimes that's okay. And sometimes my job is just getting someone to that quicker so that then when they get there, I can be like, I have them and we can shift it mm-hmm. deeper. And so sometimes they're not ready for the inner work yet. So I'm like, all right, let's get you to your goal of X dollars faster. So that then when we get to that, you can see how empty it is. And then we have the opportunity to like dig 10 steps deeper and go backwards. Yeah. And I think, I think that's such a great point. It's like, you almost have to, you know, for you guys listening, whether you're trying to build a business, whether you're trying to lose weight, it's almost like that first goal is almost superficial. Like that's the mm-hmm. surface goal. Yeah. But the underlying goal mm-hmm. is really the thing that will drive you further, right? And like that's yes. going to move the needle. But sometimes you do have to like, have that thing happen. For me, I know that's how it was in business and my body Mm -hmm. and my relationship. Like, oh, I just want to make six figures. Like, what does Mm -hmm. that even mean? You know, Mm -hmm. like that was my first business goal like three years ago. And then I was like, oh, I just want to like weigh 126 pounds, whatever the (laughs) fuck that means. (laughs) Yes. And then I got there and I was fucking miserable. And I'm like, totally. Oh no. Ideally you can have someone that supports you in having both. So they can get you to the external goal while creating that internal transformation along the way. So then like, that's the magic because when my clients get to that and they have the self-esteem too, when they get there, it's like, they get, they're like, oh, cool. I feel awesome. This doesn't even fucking matter. This is great. But I just like, I have what I wanted actually, which was just feeling good about myself. Yeah. And I wanted to dig into something that we were kind of talking about right before we hit record, which I know I experienced, we all experience, um, probably lots of our clients too, is like what you talked about as like the parts conflict, like the, Mm -hmm. 
ahead of voices. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to kind of just like hear your thoughts on all of those voices. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this topic. So NLP is neuro linguistic programming is what it stands for. One of the core concepts of NLP is the idea that inside of us, we have multiple competing parts. We have multiple parts that are all wanting different things, have different desires. These parts come from all different aspects of our heart, of who we are, our soul, from external factors, childhood. And we're made up of, we're just multifaceted human beings made up of all these different competing desires. And sometimes we have one really strong desire and it's strong enough to outweigh like the other parts. So for example, like if you really, really wanted to lose 10 pounds, you have other parts that don't really want to lose the weight. But if your one part that like really wants it is strong enough, it can like outweigh the other ones and just overpower them. But I think the conflict, the parts conflict comes when you have competing parts that make you feel like you're stuck. And yeah. you're, you're in this place where you have one half, it feels like you're literally split down the middle mm-hmm. where you have one part of you that really, really wants something. And the other part that's like completely in opposition to that. And that's a really tough place to be. A lot of times I have clients who I would love to hear your, your conflict actually, because I was going to point to, to some of my clients who have conflicts with like, they want to make a lot of money, but they really don't want to charge people any money. Like that's one part mm. conflict. But I would love to hear the one that's yours. And maybe that could be a great example that we could work, that I could like work through um, with people listening. Totally. It's, um, I want to get a spec leaner. Like this is mm-hmm. a, like a bonus, right? Yes. But I'm also like really enjoying having like total food freedom being able to eat and drink, not whatever I want, like actually whatever I want, but just in moderation, you know? And like, mm-hmm. there's some days where I'm like, fuck it. I actually don't really care. And then there's parts of me and I'm like, no, like I want to be sh- like as lean and strong, like, mm-hmm. like a statue. Yeah. Yes. And some days I feel that way and I do the things and some days I'm like, eh, it's not really that important. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay. That's such a great example. Um, so how I work through this with clients is first to just give those parts a voice, exactly like what you just did. You recognize that there's one part that's saying, I just want to be leaner and I really care about this. And then there's another part of you that's like, no, fuck this. Like I really enjoy the way things are right now. Giving those a voice, first of all, and even a name, which I know you do as well with your clients. Like that's step one. It's awesome because they both have and knowing that they both are valid. Yeah. I think oftentimes there's one part that's more socially acceptable or more like societally acceptable than the other. And so we prefer to like that part more or think that part's more important. But both parts or all parts are equally valid, equally important, and they deserve a voice. And so it's acknowledging, first acknowledging that all the parts are valid. They all have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. And then you make a table for them. You invite them in and see what beautiful intelligence they have to share. So for example, we'll look into, we'll dig into the intention behind each one. So let's, let's do a little let's like coaching it. call. Okay. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's name them. So what do you want to name each part? Let's talk to them. Okay. So we got fat Phyllis who's like, okay. he just wants to like fuck it up with like, 
God knows what. I don't know. Just shit that doesn't make her feel good, you know? Okay. Uh, okay. Alcohol, whatever. <laughs> so, okay. We got Fat Phyllis on one hand, and then who else? Who's on the yeah. other hand? And then, ooh, I actually haven't named this side. I think that's like my highest self, the one that like is the leaner, strong, whatever, ah. like bat, more badass version, uh-huh. um, like disciplined. Let's call okay. her Disciplined Diana. Okay. So we have Fat Phyllis and Disciplined Diana. Yeah. And I can already hear in your voice that you favor one over the other, right? Totally. You totally favor Disciplined Diana. Well, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So I, that's one thing I want you to notice is that you have a preference for one of these children over the other. One of them is the good one and one's the bad one, mm-hmm. right? So just notice that you're already labeling them. You're already deciding that one is better. Just, just see what's there, yeah. right? Okay. So let's talk to Fat Phyllis. And I want to just like acknowledge her and thank her for being here and ask her, hey, we know that you have this beautiful intelligence and utility inside of you. We know that you come from the best intentions and you have also our best intentions at heart too. What do you have to say? Like, what is your intention? What intelligence do you have to share for us? Why are you the way you are? Like, what would she have to say if we invited her to the table? Oh, totally. I've actually, this is a great question. And it's, it's one that I have thought about, but not recently. So mm-hmm. thank you. I just want to mm-hmm. thank you for like <laughs> basically making me do the work with my clients on myself. So appreciate yeah. it. Girl. No, this is um, so useful for everybody listening. I'm sure yeah, like hear totally. this. So I think Fat Phyllis is like, yo, just like food tastes good. Like mm-hmm. just not thinking about it so much. Like, you know, it's, it's good. Like, I mean, Oreos are amazing. Like ice cream's yeah. great. Like there's mm-hmm. a place for it. Um, mm-hmm. Drinking occasionally is cool. Like, yeah. Like not everything has to be productive and like future. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So she, she sounds like more feminine, more relaxed. If she had her way in a more balanced state, like if Fat Phyllis was someone who had balance and beauty in her, what behavior would she elicit in you? I feel like permission, Mm -hmm. you know, just like um, permission and just like chilling, being okay with not doing and sitting on the couch, legs open. I don't give a fuck. This is me in yeah. my form. Yes. <laughs> I haven't shaved my legs. <laughs> awesome. So she, so she serves a really high purpose, actually, in that way. Like in this form, in her healthy, exp- healthily expressed state, she has a really high value of you, your pleasure, your enjoyment, mm. and your happiness and peace. So we're trying to tip the scales into a more balanced state. with each of these voices. Okay. So is there anything else that Fat Phyllis would want us to know or say that like, let's complete that? I think you hit a, you nailed a word for me and I am going to share this vulnerably with my audience and with you. I recently got a Reiki like reading an energy reading from one of my friends. And she told me that the thing that she was reading for me was that I often deny myself pleasure. And that comes from a specific incident in childhood in which my parents, hopefully my mom and dad are listening to this episode. My parents <laughs> walked in on me with my elementary school, quote unquote, boyfriends. 
And I don't even know what the hell we were doing because I'm pretty sure I didn't even know like what my body parts were at the time. But like experienced so much shame around yeah. that event that mm-hmm. I never wanted to like give myself pleasure, whether it be mm-hmm. like in the sexual arena or in the the kitchen, mm-hmm. because I was so scared to. Because yeah. their comments to me were like, you're going to get pregnant and die. <laughs> like basically, yeah. you know, that episode, I remember like being so fearful to let myself experience pleasure mm-hmm. that I've noticed that like, obviously in healing my own relationship with food, like that's where that came from. It was like not giving myself mm-hmm. permission. So mm-hmm. that is the fat Phyllis, like trying to get out and like eat or do or be. The totally. Thing, you know? Yeah. So actually in reality, fat Phyllis is this little like elementary school version of you who just wants to play and have fun and be carefree. And she's, she's not really fat Phyllis. She's just like little Sam. who's like, just doesn't know that parents are scared about their daughters getting pregnant. And she just, you know, she's, she's just trying to like enjoy life. Yeah. Cool. I'm so glad we invited her to to share. She's at the table. She's here. She brought the full fat milk. She brought the full fat bacon. Hell yeah. (laughs) She's like, we're having fun. We're having cosmic brownies. Awesome. Um, Okay. So if we go over and talk to Discipline Diana, Mm -hmm. who in your mind is the golden child, I want to interrogate her too, just a little bit, ask her some questions because she also has beautiful intelligence and knowledge to share with us too. So I would love to like just invite her in and see what she has to say about what this conversation and, and what's going on. So I think she's, um, she's hard on herself. She has high expectations. She is mm-hmm. a perfectionist. She holds herself to a very high standard and mm-hmm. puts her worth in her productivity and her accomplishments and her outward, the things that people can see mm-hmm. uh, in her work. Awesome. I'm so glad that she's here. She sounds like a very studious, serious, also very accomplished version of you. If we were to invite her in, in her like most loving, healthy, highest expressed state, if we were to like bring discipline Diana to the table and she was just like in her best self version, what would, what would that look like for her? I think she would be okay with not always having to be productive. Like she just Mm. be and Mm -hmm. show up and not have to prove anything. Yeah. Like what, what, what is her intelligence like? Like what is her unique zone of genius? Like, like what gift is she giving to you? Uh, totally like work ethic Mm. and drive dedication. Yeah. That's awesome. It sounds like that's also really useful for your life. Like if you had like some of what she had, like that would also be something that would be really beneficial. 100%. And I think I've lived as disciplined Diana mm-hmm. for the first probably 28 years of my life. And only mm-hmm. in the past year and a half have I embraced the fat Phyllis. And totally. still I'm working on it. Awesome. Okay. So the goal of any type of collaboration is not for compromise. The goal of collaboration is for both parties to give up their original attachment to their point of view in order to create something even better than what either of them had originally imagined. If we brought these two amazing parts of you to the table to collaborate instead of compromise, and we invited their unique intelligences and brilliance and gifts in, 
What do you think that would look like for you for having both of them on board to move forward with something in your own behavior? What would that look like? My business name, Balance with Sam. I would be the full embodiment mm-hmm. of that on all days. There's the, ebb and, the ebbs and the flows and masculine and feminine, and it would just be like a wave. Awesome. That's super cool. So like they could both be invited in and live together instead of competing and fighting with each other for your attention. Could you see how that might be possible? Could you envision like what a day of doing that might look like in your eating or in your behavior? What would that look like? I mean, um, on an actual level, especially with eating, like that's what I practice now is, is very much like what's worth it to me and ha- being able to have anything I want and mm-hmm. not feeling guilty about it. If I embrace the fat fillers a little bit more one day, like that's okay. And if I mm-hmm. embrace Discipline Diana a little bit more one day, that's also okay. Mm-hmm. Just kind of being okay with having the imbalance to create yes. the overall balance. And same with work, you know, some yeah. days are going to be more productive than others. Some days are going to be harder than others. And that's also okay. Awesome. I love that. This was really cool. Okay. So just like to zoom out and share like kind of just a, so people can do this for themselves. So it's like kind of like a meta analysis of what we just did. The goal is to not to like have one part win over the other. The goal is to invite them to the table and see if we can all together come up with something that everyone's on board with by saying, okay, if we put all of our heads together and all the intelligence we have together, we can come up with something better and a solution moving forward that can get the competing parts on board. Mm -hmm. So then we're not fighting ourselves. We're actually including all of our parts and all of our knowledge and intelligence to create what we want. I love that. I think it's so helpful to put it in that frame, finding, like you said, the collaboration, because then all of the things that you, all the parts of you, the shadows, the lights, all the stuff, that head of voices, whatever Mm -hmm. all those voices are for you guys, it's like, they can all simultaneously work together and they all do have a purpose mm-hmm. and they're all so valid and they've served you at one point. And sometimes it's time to like turn up the volume on them. And sometimes it's time to turn down the volume on them. And yeah. yeah. And it's also, if those parts that we don't like get expressed too, like if we're not fighting them, but instead like looking at them and being like, okay, how could this have some utility? Yeah. How can I bring this online? in a way that's more useful for all the parties involved, for all of our voices. How can I take this little like rebellious part and invite it in to see what knowledge it has inside to make us all move forward together in a more powerful way? Like that's the essential goal of this kind of parts conversation. It's so cool because like I think I literally think of it as like the Last Supper, like the painting. You know, everyone's like fucking hanging out at the table and they're all like, no, this is my day. Blah, 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 blah. And they mm-hmm. all have like a different superlative, you know, and they mm-hmm. have a different, they all wear different hats and like, they all look totally different, like mm-hmm. Monster Zinc, you know, like, yes. like all over the place. <laughs> and I just have this vision and it's really helpful for me as a visual person too, to even think of all those voices in my head as these little like, gremlin characters you know like they're all characters they have a whole set of characters the pixar movie that emotions movie what is the name of that movie do you know oh yeah Um, inside out yes i think that's what it's called oh my god that's like 
so good. It's such a great picture of what all of our little emotions inside are like. If you haven't watched that movie, fucking watch it. It's so good. It is so good. It's like, also, you know those series, like, growing up, um, like, Little Miss Happy or, like, mm-hmm. Mr. Annoying or, like, the, yes. all those books? It's like that. It's like all yes. the qualities of you that are, like, personified mm-hmm. and kind of help mm-hmm. to, like, it almost helps to, like, lighten it up. That's, that's oh, what totally I find for me and my clients. I don't know. It's just, like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's fine if you want to do something that's, like, not in line with your goal. Yes. I love what you said about lightening it up. That's the biggest thing that I think we get in our own way is, like, making all of this personal development stuff so serious. I love to, like, look at all these little parts of me and be like, wow, look at you doing that little fucked up human thing over there. That is really weird. That is so odd. Look at that. That is a dysfunction right there. Awesome. <laughs> that is that is extremely dysfunctional, but you know what? I love you. Yeah. Welcome, little weird fucking uncle over there who's yeah. like sitting in the corner. Your jagged teeth and, you know, <laughs> your hairy nose and whatever else. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All these God. little parts are just lovable little weird fucking things, you know? Uh. It is so refreshing to like have this conversation because I think that with both of us on TikTok recently, mm-hmm. I think that TikTok has given such a like lightness to all of this that it's like, mm-hmm. it's okay to fucking laugh about the fact that like you just overate a fuck ton of whatever popcorn, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or like, it's okay if you blah, 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 fill in the blank. Yeah. And like when we can stop being so hard on ourselves, that's like when we get to move forward. Yes. You know, like yeah. in yourself up doesn't get you farther. And yeah. that's the thing I've really had to learn over like that's a lesson I've learned many times over the past mm-hmm. year. Having these unrealistic expectations or just beating yourself up, that doesn't make it easier to win. No, it doesn't. And by the way, we're all human. We are all doing the human thing. And that has nothing to do with the actual nature of who you are, which is this like intrinsic beautiful, amorphous blob of consciousness, soul, whatever you want to call it. And nothing you do out here in the physical world impacts your value or impacts who you actually are. You can't destroy it. You can't mess it up. You can't do human wrong. (laughs) You can't. That's the beauty of it is like, you really can't fuck this up. Kind of just feeling that overwhelming unless you murder people then you kind of fucked it up a little bit just we don't don't condone murder here yeah just don't tell someone literally that's the only thing you have to not do um (laughs) at at the end of the day being uh, the the peace thing like just feeling at peace with things generally Mm -hmm. like yes and i think one of my biggest mantras lately and i've i've said it so much that i'm going to continue to say it because i feel like it doesn't get old is like i'm satisfied with where i'm at but mm-hmm. eager for more, right? Mm-hmm. And if I was to apply that to even just what we talked about, it's like, all right, I'm satisfied with my with Phyllis and Diana, but I'm mm-hmm. also eager for their collaboration and like yes. for them to like be better friends and like mm-hmm. hang out and yeah. not kill each other. Thank you more, please. Thank you yeah. more, please. Like just gratitude and opening. That's it. Well, yeah. I love that. Oh, <laughs> Diana, you're such a breath of fresh air. And I know. I love. I honestly you. like. When you walked into the room at this mastermind, you guys, like, you need to follow Hannah on Instagram, first of all, but when you, like, walk, look at her photos, 
she just has this way about her that's like this glowy, like she's a fucking shaman. I'm like, who is this girl? I need to be her friend. Oh, I just love you so much. And you have just like the best energy. I am also of the mind that like, we seek out what we need in people. Like whatever we're lacking or we're wanting more of, it'll show up for us in people. And you have just this like fun, bright, playful energy that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need that. Like that's, and that's why I chose my boyfriend. That's why I'm friends with you. I just love people who are like extremely high energy and it just like brings me up so much. So I'm, I'm grateful for the light that you are and the energy that you are. And it's just, it's, it's contagious. It's like the best. Yeah, man. I mean, I fucking love you. I have so much energy. I have enough energy <laughs> for like an entire tribe of people, you know? I know. It's so good. It's a never ending well. And I, that's the same exact reason why I seek out people like you and my boyfriend is to mm-hmm. help me chill and get grounded and mm-hmm. step into my beingness. Yes. You know? Like, just like, yeah. chill, Sam. Like, just. Jam, we're good. We're jellyfish. I wish you guys could see us right now. We're fucking jamming. We're trees <laughs> floating <laughs> around. <laughs> and we're both sober, so like. <laughs> At least I am. I'm, I am not sorry for anyone who's listening. You're welcome for this fucking weird interjection into your day. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So I guess like to wrap up, what is like one tool or one question that people listening can take away from today's little jam sesh? I would love to hear. I mean, I think one thing you can look at is, okay, here's a great question. What part of you do you hate the most? What is one habit that you hate the most? What is one part of you that you hate the most? And then ask yourself, how could this part possibly be here to serve me? What utility could it provide? What value could it provide? What could the intelligence inside of it be? If you look, if you really look, the core, the intention is always going to be something like, I want more love. I want to be safe. I want to be more loved. I want to be accepted. That's the core. Like that's that's where it's at. And if you can like really see that in all the parts that you've abandoned and left behind, like you're fucking about to be trucking towards whatever goal you're getting on board with. So that's, that's beautiful. It. Yeah. If you guys didn't write that down, go grab a pen and paper and that'll be your journal prompt for the week. If you're Yay. not on my email list, then get on my email list and you'll get these prompts. Get on our email list. Get on it, baby. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> oh my God, things are getting crazy. It's, it's getting weird. Friday. Ooh, I need a snack. Sorry, no. I was literally just thinking, I think I need a snack. So yes. <laughs> the hunger's coming. <laughs> yeah. I love you, Hannah. I'm so happy that we got the chance to do this. And, um, I love you too. For everyone listening, where can they find you on social and the interwebs? It's at the longest name in the entire world. It's, it's <laughs> at Hannah Deindorfer. So H-A-N-N-A-H-D-E-I-N-D-O-R-F-E-R. If you follow Sam, she'll tag me and shit and you'll see me. 
I'll also put her name in the show notes so you don't actually have to listen to those letters. I'm sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> She's with us. Eindorfer. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Girl. All right. That's enough. That's enough. All for right. me. I, hope you, I hope this was helpful for you guys. Thank you for all that you shared. I appreciate you so much. And it's so cool to like also have the opportunity to have this almost like live coaching session too where they can take this and apply it to their lives and hannah's amazing if you guys aren't following her yet go love you so much i'll talk to you soon okay bye bye Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I can't thank Hannah enough for sharing her story and for doing some live coaching on the call. That was so fun. And I think when you can see that dark places or the dark parts of you, your shadow, are just elements of your training and building up your mental armor, it starts to become much lighter. There's less pressure to have to have it all figured out and to figure ourselves out. And it's such an incredible feeling to know that we all have all of these little voices in our head and once we start to invite them all to the table and have them all collaborate how much more peace and just freedom we can experience if this episode helped you i would love to know please screenshot it tag us in your stories at salty lifts or at hannah dinedorfer and please let me know did the episode help you what was the biggest takeaway that's how i keep creating these episodes based on your feedback and i so appreciate and value your time you being here and just you giving me content to support you with week after week. Love you so much and I will catch you on the next episode.